0: Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh. Uh, Alex Media is back in the building, everybody! Hey. 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 Uh, Mark Gagnon also in the building. No applause. <laughs> um, guys, I think uh, Dana White of the USC might be the greatest promoter ever.
1: Interesting. I thought it was Don King. What happened?
0: It just got announced today, and I just saw the UFC post this or someone else post on Instagram, but it looks like it's legit. Pretty sure it came from the UFC, where Dana White says that they're – because right now they're continuing to put on the fights with yeah. no fans. Right. Okay. Right? Which is great because obviously it's nice that there are fans there, but at the same time, I want something to do on a fucking Saturday. Yeah. Right? I've watched all of Ozark in a week. So I have and fans no more don't heighten the
1: UFC experience from what I know.
0: Who cares? Let's yeah. go. You know yeah. what I mean? Pump in some crowd volume or something. You can figure it out. But Dana White is the greatest promoter in UFC history because I saw him uh, or on this picture of him quote saying they're looking to secure an island to do all the fights. So I guess what they would do is rent out, I'm assuming, rent out the island. Maybe create a facility on the island. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to work this out. But what a genius way to control everybody Brilliant. in and everybody out. Brilliant. Shitty thing is what happens if you have island electricity, island Wi-Fi, island hospitals. Island shit isn't America shit.
1: Island hospitals is the one issue. That's the one that Son, I'm like.
0: Have you ever been to an island... With electricity And Wi-Fi Like they gotta push this Out to the world
1: That's also true that's Do you also know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah Cause again yeah. these are
0: pay-per-view Yeah yeah So what island Are they gonna use Branson's what gonna Island do? I bet that shit got Heller Wi-Fi Son maybe The Virgin Islands That shit's gonna be A fire festival It might be it, it might be fire fest But it's just That's a bad look It might be fire fest But would
1: fire fest be bad If 20 people showed up you know what i mean like there's not gonna be that many people
0: no no i don't think you mean no i think it might. fire fest in terms of people showing up yeah i i think it just the it's gonna calamity nothing's gonna work out yeah that's what the i'm saying with the with
1: the infrastructure have been at bad if it's not trying to support thousands of people it's just trying to support 50 or whatever right no no
0: I, yeah yeah i, I think it I might understand. hold up better you know I, I what he's trying to say is just not gonna be successful he yeah, wasn't okay. literally saying uh, look, nobody's got gonna you. show up got Um, But, yeah, I just think it's a genius idea. And right now you have the opportunity. I mean, I don't see any, like, boxing promoters trying to put on fights. I don't see any boxing promoters doing anything, to be honest. He's continuing to put on fights. UFC, if it's not already the number one fight sport in the world – it will come out of this as the number one fight sport because we're sitting around Saturday with nothing to do. We can't go out to the movies. We can't go to a show. We can't go to a bar. You're going to give us some live entertainment on a Saturday? We haven't had live entertainment
1: The people who are willing weeks. To, the people who are willing to say, hey, let's go, I think WWE is probably whack without an audience. Yeah. But the people who are willing to be like, yo, who gives a fuck? The NFL, hey, we're still having free agency. Yeah. Don't you think it looks bad? People are signing a $100 million contract? No. We're still, gonna have free, we're still having the draft. We'll yeah. do it virtually. Who cares? People are dying for anything. Yeah. People who are giving you anything, as heartless as it is, they're going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just impressive, dude. I'm like, good for you. And then uh, Khabib is not going to be fighting. I don't know if you saw this. No. But, like, so Khabib was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson. I think this is a record, like, fifth time that the fight has gotten canceled, something crazy like right. that. And because um, Khabib can't leave Russia. Now, Everything's negotiable In Russia
1: Okay Fair enough
0: Literally Everything fair Is enough. negotiable In Russia Yeah Why can he leave though He's saying he can't leave Because of Corona And everybody's on a lockdown There's quarantine It's like this is Russia B like You could leave for a $100,000 I guarantee that's all it would take To get you out of the country
1: Do you think he's ducking the fight though
0: No he's not ducking it I actually think Khabib Is like a good guy mm-hmm. Like he's actually like a Truly good guy Yeah And he has like A moral compass That's very strong Yo
1: honor is big With this dude That's why he beat The fuck out of McGregor It's honor
0: Yeah 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 I mean I think he would have Beat the fuck out of him Regardless Yeah no no But like That's what made it so personal Yeah, Yeah yeah 100% And um So yeah So I think that like I think the way he looks at it And this is my assumption Is he's like Look they're saying We shouldn't travel They're saying We shouldn't go outside Who the fuck am I to break the rules I'm no different Than these other people He's right. actually being Really humble And right. not wanting to do right. it Sounds like a good guy He's a good guy Yeah, yeah. yeah. But be a bad guy You know what I mean <laughs> Like I'm fucking bored April 18th I want you to do I want you to have a nice fight With Tony Ferguson I want to see some blood Guts and mayhem And that's going to be Perfect for me That's how we're going to have A nice little bit of distraction We need live events man. Are they
1: postponing Like huh? two months Do they have like a date scheduled
0: No Justin Gaethje Is another fighter He's going to step in on super uh, late notice. Maybe he was training for another fight. A lot of times right. these guys are always, like, in shape. Yeah. But, um, so, Justin Gaethje has the hardest name to fucking pronounce. It's G-A-E-T-H-J-E. Gaethje. I don't Not know. Gaethje. Gaethje is, he's like a real American boy. So, he's, I guess, pronounces it that way. But yeah, it's yeah. probably French or some shit. But, yeah, dude, it is, Um, he's going to step in and fight Tony Ferguson. And I'll be honest with you, I think Ferguson... As good as he is, he's got a lot to worry about because Ferguson does get tagged, mm-hmm. like he does get hit. Yeah, while he's you know very skilled and he's got amazing jujitsu and right. he's got a really weird style, he gets touched. Yeah, and Gaethje is the guy who, if he touches you, you're out.
1: But is he slow? Why is no, he?
0: No, he's fast. He's a really good fighter.
1: What, does he have a weakness? How's he not? He one gets of the touched best? too. Okay,
0: so it's okay. like if you have power, he's the type of guy who's gonna. They call him. Um, the most violent man in the MMA or something okay. like that. Like, right. he's coming straight at you. Yeah. He's swinging as hard as he can. And if he connects, you're going down. But what happens when you come straight at someone and swing as hard as you can? You
1: expose yourself.
0: Yeah. 100%. And you get got. And then you get got. And um, So, like,
1: in boxing terms, this would be the ideal matchup for, like, a Floyd. Like, I'm yes. so good at defense. I just, I'll just keep tagging you up.
0: Yes. Now, Tony. Right. As far as I'm concerned, I've just watched like highlights of his fights and that kind of stuff. He's an action fighter as well. He likes to move forward, so okay. they're going to move forward at each right. other, which I think benefits Gaethje. If Tony was like, yeah. kind of moving and shaking, like if Tony was like a a style if you will, yeah, right, like style loves a fighter. Stylebender yeah. would never fight Gaethje because the yeah. weight is too different. But like if a Gaethje like fighter just came at style bender, picks him up. He's apart. a counter punch. A, a counter needs a puncher. Exactly. Right. Great. Great try. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to watch it. I'm just excited there's going to be a fight. There's a bunch of other good fights on it. Like, okay, Dana White. You're ordering. Do your thing. You're supposed to put on the fight. You're supposed to produce the fight. That's your fucking job. Now you got to earn your money. It's easy to put on a fight when everybody can go. I you don't, just go, that's where the fight is. I don't know. I
1: don't usually watch fight sports. I'll watch Floyd fights. Yeah. I might well, Floyd had an interesting
0: m- week, but uh, go yeah. on. <laughs> we're going to get into it. I might
1: order this motherfucking oh, fight. It's not even a question. There's nothing else. That's what I'm saying. It's the only
0: thing happening. Yo. You got to do it. We got to do some live events. We got to figure out a way to do live events.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Now we get, well, I mean, the issue always was you're famous. So you're on the road every weekend. Yeah. You ain't no road now.
0: Yeah. Now we got to figure out a way. What can we do? For the road the is me event? coming in
1: from Jersey. That's yes. the road. <laughs> That's the road we're taking out here right now in <laughs> Corona times.
0: Fuck. So, yeah, Floyd had a really interesting week while we're on the fight game. And this is a very convoluted story. I might get this wrong. I'm going to go to Alex to black fact check me. To black check me. Black snopes. There it is. Snipes. Snipes. <laughs> Snipes. Snipe this <laughs> argument if I make sure I'm making it right. Yaya Mayweather is Floyd Mayweather's daughter Yaya Mayweather is in a relationship with NBA Youngboy NBA Youngboy is a rapper He's probably like the most popular rapper on YouTube right now So every mm. time he puts out a video It really pops off on YouTube Right There's been songs that are really popular Can you name one? No. Rich Forever or something like that or, or What is it? Never Broke I think NBA stands for Never Broke Again
2: Yeah, Mark would probably know Mark, that's, that's more his What's
0: class. What's a big uh, NBA Youngboy song? But there's something there. There's right. something. He's, he's, he's big. He's big. You would recognize him if you saw him too. Um, Yaya Mayweather catches NBA young boy with his side piece. Right. Okay. Yaya Mayweather starts fighting with the side piece.
1: That's <laughs> not a fight the side piece wants. I don't think.
0: Actually. Mm. It really. Was. Yeah. I mean Mayweather's got to be so disappointed about that. So. The side piece Starts beating up Yaya Oh my god yo Yes This is embarrassing That is the most Heartbreaking this shit This embarrassing It, it reminds me Floyd of that fan. Like a penguin video Do you remember Like the nature penguin video Where like Oh the yo, female yo, penguin? Rough, remember yo. we watched it yo. The female penguin Cheats on the male penguin And then the male penguin Starts to fight The other penguin For the honor of his girl And then the other Male penguin Beats the shit Literally out of like Pecks out his <laughs> eyes out And his then eyes. you
1: watch The female walk off With the new dude Yeah And
0: then this one Lonely fucking penguin as Zion Williamson walks out of there
1: <laughs> He tries to come back too And then gets beat the fuck out again. of him again
0: Anyway, so that's what happened That exact penguin situation happened with Yaya and the side piece Only difference is Yaya Mayweather stabbed the side piece Because she's getting her ass beat Because she was getting her ass beat Do I have this right? I think yeah. I have this right yeah. NBA young boy goes to the hospital As a 36-year-old man, I feel so pathetic talking about this. I'm only talking about this because there's nothing else to talk about that's sports-related or anything related. Nothing's happening in the
2: world. You came to me yesterday. You're like, yo, what's up with this story? I was like, son, I don't got enough patience for that (laughs) shit. Who did he end up with at the end of the night? I think he – no, well,
0: the last video he posted, he's with Yaya. So are you sure? Because I thought he went to the hospital with, with the side piece and then brought the side piece back. Not Yaya. No, no, the colorful
1: hair. So him, I saw him. I positive. saw like tweet yeah. synopsis, and from what I understand, okay. everything you said checks out. And then I think at the end, he gets back with Yaya, and he's at Yaya's house
0: on IG live. And then he and starts then, cursing out Floyd, bro. This guy is wilding. So wild. he starts taking shots at Floyd. He's wild. He goes, I ain't got shit from his uh, daddy. You know what I mean? He bought me two sneakers. I ain't wearing none of them sneakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't got shit from his daddy Right now, she's sitting there in the back. This is how you know Floyd is a horrible parent. She's just sitting there in the back. She can't even defend her dad after the man that just cheated on her.
1: Wow, that's a great point. Is talking shit about him. You know what I noticed? This is how shitty of a parent Floyd is. The only address Floyd had of it, and this is when you said... The side piece beat up yaya I yep. said oh now this makes sense cuz yesterday Floyd posted on his IG nothing about his daughter That's what I was a picture of him yeah. Yeah, yeah. teaching his son how to fight so the <laughs> next day
0: the next day Floyd's doing part. some PR right so Floyd Goes, I've never claimed to be perfect, but I try to be the best parent I can. Now, you got to claim that shit because of this whole drama with Yaya. You only say that
1: when you're far from perfect. Yeah. I never claimed to be perfect.
0: Yeah, That means you're real far from perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's teaching one of his sons um, how to box. And um, I feel bad because I don't know if the son knows it's a PR move.
1: No, he's so happy his dad is finally spending a moment with him. You think? Not with his fucking 40 hoes in a hotel room. Son, he, the son is probably the happiest he's ever been in quarantine times. Like My dad is finally in the fucking house. Son. You think? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Kids and dogs are the most exploited thing on social media.
1: Go on. Oh, so that's a great point.
2: Everybody, when they want like some likes, some nice comments and shit like that, they hold up a little tiny dog or a kid. All the time. They want to get out of something sticky. Oh, let me put my kid in the video while I'm talking to you or some shit like that. I give my kid a kiss in the middle of me addressing some horrible shit I did. They exploit Uh, kids and dogs all the fucking time. Because we assume. I've exploited the shit out of my nephew and got mad. (laughs) Really? Hell yeah. Really? What were you trying to get out of? No, I just wasn't. I wasn't even really trying to get out. I was just like testing out like just one picture with him smiling. He's smiling and just like flooded. DMs comments flooded.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess like we assume if you can treat an animal nice or a kid nice, kids almost an animal. If we if you can treat something helpless kids almost nice, what's an animal? Well,
2: uh, animal I still like- call my nephew it. Until it starts talking, yeah. What the fuck, <laughs> it's, yo. Still, it's still a No, it kids right are now. an
0: animal. I mean, what, what, how is a kid that different from like a dog or something? I mean, like a that? crib is
1: kind of a cage, no Say top. Again. A kid, a, a crib is kind crib of a is cage, a cage. no top. Yeah, you got less space than fucking uh, Joe or Antio, Doc Antio's animals. You know what I mean? You just locked in, like a prison inmate, <laughs> throwing your fucking glass against. It. That's what
0: I was saying about Trump when they were separating the kids from the parents. It's like that's what you do to your kid every night. <laughs> Right. Like, don't you do that literally every single night or every time you go to McDonald's, you throw them in a ball pit.
1: <laughs> too. That was your inside joke premise, right? It was. That's how you fix it is make it a ball pit and then nobody can have a problem. No,
0: It's it. fine. It's like we all we don't like kids. Like everybody acts like they fucking like their kids all of a sudden and when some shit's going down and then all the rest of the time, like Louis CK becomes the biggest comic in the world because he hates his kid. Like, yeah, I always most, hated that shit. You did hate it, and you have, like, a real sensitivity to, like, you know kids and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love kids. But, yeah, I know, but, like, your parents hated you. <laughs>
1: yo, You're wrong about that, son.
0: <laughs> You're wrong about that. My mom loves me, okay? You're wrong about it. Wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> Dad, on the other hand, I appreciate did. you, pops. Why do you <laughs> think I relate to Floyd's kids so well, yo? <laughs> You got laid off, Dan? Let's hang out. Yo, man. It is just so. It is. Look, none of us have kids right here, right, that, we, that we're that aware of in the least. <laughs> so it's like we don't really know about them. But there is something. You know how, like, jokes are true in that they tap into a feeling you have? They might not be true in, in terms of, like, a behavior that you exhibit. But they're true in terms of the feeling. Yeah. I think you got to have moments of hating your kids for all these jokes about hating your kids to work. That so
1: makes sense, yeah.
0: They got to. Of course, of course. So it's like where we might tell a racist joke or a homophobic joke or all these types of things, like we don't ever do that behavior, but the, the feeling inside you is real. Yeah. There's a little feeling like Chinese people, why you got to eat weird shit? Yeah. All of us are going through that. Yeah. Look so what you did. Look what you did, right? So th-
1: since that feeling is in us, the joke the joke works. And the deeper it is, the more we laugh at it. Maybe that's why we like Louie because the number one thing you can't feel is Son. I fucking hate this kid of mine.
0: he That's literally, I think, where he became famous. And yeah. then everything after that, people are like, oh, I like this guy. And he's and he was a really great comic, so all these other things worked. Yes. But, uh, and he has a new special. You guys should go download it from his website. Um, it's just out right now. I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it?
1: No, but you know how we talked about how comedians should put their specials on Pornhub? Yeah. Isn't he the guy that should <laughs> break that fucking wall down?
0: That's funny. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm saying that kind of serious like that's the move. You got to lean in. That's
0: funny, man. I mean,
1: lean in like you did on that hotel room door. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know that he didn't?
1: Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Those, you know,
0: you, those girls made up that whole shit. You they told were me. taking pictures and all laughing about it. Apparently, allegedly. That's secret information y'all not supposed to know, but fuck it. World's coming to an end. So we're sharing. <laughs> that. We're sharing. We're out in all these me too bitches, right? There hasn't been a me too this entire quarantine. Isn't that funny? See what happens when you
1: stay home <laughs> in the fucking kitchen <laughs>
0: Can't get me too in the kitchen. You can't get me too by a broom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Abner Loima. <laughs> Do you
1: know nah, man, that's a Mark
0: Gagnon reference. This <laughs> is over my head, yo. Nah, Abner Louima was the guy that the the plunger guy. The oh fuck, yo. I think it was it was him or Amadou Diallo. We Amadou Diallo, I think. Spells. I think, it was I think you can spell both their names with the same letters. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's a Scrabble 30-point word right there. <laughs> Abner Louima. I'm going to do All right, guys. We're going to take a break for a second and pay some, some bills. Listen, you are at home, okay? You're with your girl. You're with your boyfriend. You have to deliver. Hmm. You have to deliver sexually during this time. It's not a game, okay? You spend a lot of time together. I know you're both annoyed. You know how you ease that tension? You know how you calm the room down? You calm the house down? You know how you make everybody have a good night's sleep? You deliver that dick. I mean that sincerely. You get Blue Chew to help you out with that. Plain and simple. I don't care if you're tired of having sex with your spouse. I don't care if you're tired of having sex with your partner. Your partner, you need to keep delivering. Who's going to help you do that to the best of your ability? Blue Chew. Okay? Blue Chew is doing this for free. They're sending you the Chew. Okay? All you got to do is pay the $5 shipping. You go to bluechew.com. Okay? Use the promo code FLAGRANT. Simple as that You get that hard dick You deliver the night of your life For your loved one You want to have a date night? You want to have a date night? You want to stay in? Okay You're not going to be able to go outside But you nice Get a little drunk Get a little whiskey in the system Do a little dancing Okay Fuck watching a movie or Watching a show Go party And then we making that a movie. party Yes Make it And What'd you say? We're making a movie Make a movie 100% Alright That's what you got to do. Blue Chew is going to help you get there. Shout out to Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Make sure you use that promo code FLAGRINT, and you will get it for free. Just $5 shipping. All right? Let's get back to the show. The
2: craziest stat is that domestic violence is is all-time high right now. Is
1: it going up? And
0: child abuse. It's Cause don't. them gays bro Where's Case Rosso Them gays can't live with each other
1: the so Lesbians I, I'm in the, I mean them
0: um, lesbos Yo we gotta <laughs> get private. to call it's them private. lesbos That's a funny <laughs> Lesbos is funny <laughs> Hey there's some lesbos That just moved into the apartment building You think they need help moving their like, shit Probably not Kinda sounds like bozos Yeah like lesbos? lesbo Hey you little lesbo Hey lesbos <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Do you think that he thinks of Lesbos are watching me sit like this with sandals and green socks? Yeah, they're not saying homo though. What do you hey. think they're saying? <clears throat> Save <it> for Patreon. <laughs> Some British cigarette over there?
2: <laughs> no, but it's funny, so I get updates about uh the coronavirus from the city and Every once in a while, they're sneaking like, oh, if you're having problems at home,
0: call this number.
2: <laughs> Who are you supposed to call? I'm like, the two things they warned us about is coronavirus and, and getting fucked be-
0: up at home. Son.
1: And son, how you make that call? You can't go nowhere. You can make the call from the next room. He can hear you. Fuck you up more.
0: Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Son. Nah, bro. People got to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> people gotta get fucked up bro I don't hey hey bro oh my
3: god hey bro hey
0: y'all gotta figure that shit out if all you hear is if you just hear slaps if you start to hear thuds then maybe you gotta stop but if it's just hey maybe you know they're watching a really good, good maybe
1: they're watching a really
0: good movie you know they like it. The round ending. of applause you yes, know it's what it's I mean and
1: so. they want Look, an
0: encore we can't be spreading this virus you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just black people watching comedy, you know? <laughs> They're just moving furniture, <laughs> throwing yeah, pots and pans, yells around. and claps and all that. <laughs> nah, this is uh, a... You the domestic, stupid. I <laughs> mean, the domestic violence shit is wild because I do not feel any of that.
1: No, no.
0: Mm. This is where the domestic violence comes in. I really know this is where it comes in. <laughs> Alex, Alex, <laughs> why? You've been feeling it, bro? No, 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 because you've been like... Having your little waves
2: because I remember when you came in here and you were almost at your wit's end and now it's like what oh. was it about
0: though? What was it
1: about?
2: I don't like. don't know. You I know guys you were hanging out
1: like, with white people because you said wit's end.
0: Yes, I know that was man. some fucking I weird shit. Son. I'm at my wit's end. <laughs> dude, dude, where you been this week on a yacht? <laughs> the fuck is this guy talking? I was at my yo, wit's end.
1: Yo, yo, I had a roommate and you were my shithole apartment in Brooklyn. <laughs> to be completely frank with you. <laughs> <and> him, <laughs>
0: I think you just reach your wits ends, didn't you, Hal? <laughs> Yo, Mark got completely frank with us last week. something <laughs> about that seat. <laughs> What's inside of <laughs> you, a dock cider? That's <laughs>
1: <laughs> so white. I don't even know what it is.
0: <laughs> it's the shoes that you just slide into to go on a oh, boat. Those you. leather shoes white people wear with no socks.
1: Yo, you remember my old shithole apartment in Brooklyn, what? where it was like the rooms next to each other, you could yeah. hear everything. Yeah. One of my roommates hooked up with a brown girl, and I think she was Middle Eastern, a Persian or something. And I was yeah. like, he ain't ready for this. And apparently she was with her sister. First of all, her sister told, said, if you hook up with this guy, your pussy will turn into a toxic waste dump. Still got her back to the apartment. And then the sister's calling, and it's just brown girl drama for no reason. They're just yelling at each other. I'm hearing this shit for 30 minutes. I'm getting fed up. And then the thing that made me laugh was the whitest thing ever. You remember my old roommate? Yeah, shout yeah. to Alex. Yeah, yeah. He, I just hear him go, I'm sorry. I am at my wits end. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty minutes of trying to convince his bitch to fuck you. I'm sorry, I am at my wit's end. Alex would do anything to get laid. I'm I'm
0: surprised at this. shit Alex always got wit for pussy. Hey, hey. not this Alex. No, different Alex. Alex. Oh, oh, that's one X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, um, but no, seriously, back to domestic violence shit. Um, I (laughs) sometimes the husband just reaches his wit's end. No, sometimes if you reach your wit's end, I think domestic violence is is caused by women who can't uh, cook. Hmm. All right, go. I think I think it. I think when you're in these situations, because I've been having a glorious time going home. I go home; it's easy. Place is fucking clean. Mm. My girl has nothing to do. Well, she has to work during the day, but then after that, she's like looking for shit to do. Mm. So she starts making these elaborate meals. You know, everything's amazing. I come home to delicious cooked meal every single day. Um, What is there to fight about? We eat have a glass of wine turn on the tv she's asleep within five minutes of turning on the tv how where is there room to fight i wake up in the morning we kiss i go to work
1: well you still have to work that's the difference
0: yeah that's a good point. I didn't think about son, that. <laughs> you're not even living the quarantine life. I'm really all. not <laughs> at all. I know. I'm really not. It hit me last week. I was what like, happened?
2: oh, OK, this it is what meaning me. she? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Couple times. <laughs> uh, nah, but uh, his wit's like, end hit him last yeah, week. Yeah. Like quarantine, like the feeling of being quarantined. So what happened? Else Nah, what I, I is I,
0: it like quarantine? Describe I, it for us. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I like it, son. It's like
2: you, you wake up when the fuck you want to. Yeah. And then you just, like, plan out your day. Like, huh, oh, what do I want
1: to do today? <laughs> and then so what do you do?
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to go to the like,
1: living room at 1.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I've been doing
1: home workouts his whole life. Yeah. Whoa. You do IG videos where you're doing pull-ups and your dick is out?
0: <laughs> no, nah, but he can't go to the gym in his building <laughs> the no more. Gym. Oh, I he thought, I thought those were in your home? fucking
1: closet or whatever. You just son, had a pull-up You up live in a
0: fucking mansion, son?
1: Bro, yeah. All right. You, just, you need to yeah. take a picture from your balcony? saturday anyway gorgeous go on
2: (laughs) go on back to this nah so um yeah wake up i'm like all right what's time? i do some steps i've been going up flights yeah i'm up to 100 flights now
0: yeah we don't care about your workouts so my legs we care about the legs we (laughs) care about you and your girl about to fight go but we haven't been that's what i'm saying show
1: us your dick yo what's going on on right now
2: what is going on right now? Akash. Get, get I to thought the I Akash. Akash I I me, son. Akash me, son. Keeps
0: <laughs> derailing. <laughs> We're trying to get to domestic violence, and you're like, no, oh, tell us about your exercise routine. <laughs> so talk nah. to me about the uh, – No, but quarantine, it's fine.
2: Like it's yeah, – I don't feel I thought you said else. last week you almost got to your wit's end. No, no, no. He said that. No, you, you just said
0: no, you did. No, you no, said. quarantine, said, hit, nah, you last quarantine week. hit
2: me last week. Yeah, because I now know how people feel. Because I was still coming to the studio before. So yeah, but and it's fine. I so love people it. feel great. It's awesome. I think it's awesome, but other people. So everybody's making a big fucking deal about I nothing. Think so I think so. Is it like Swedish
0: prison? Hmm.
2: Yeah, but with better TV and
0: worse sex. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's, that's the sweetest so, person was this shit. Yeah, they, they did curse blonde a little pubes bit more. on your butthole.
2: <laughs> they were more gentle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, I thought we were going to have some sweet um, domestic violence stories, but uh, some boxer got in trouble for posting that. What? Billy Joe Saunders, I think he was. Some, like, British boxer got in trouble for posting something about uh, domestic violence. They, like, said he couldn't fight anymore or something like you that. Were? And he's like, yeah, thanks, nobody's fighting. But, yeah, there was some big deal. Did he's like Jones get arrested yet again yeah a fucking this idiot he's really a fucking idiot um yeah okay who else is a fucking idiot oh dr drew apparently is a fucking idiot oh dr yeah. drew is out here saying how coronavirus is just a flu it's just a flu and then he comes out and says akash
1: so somebody just put up a sound sound thing of him saying for months this is not gonna be the flu is worse this is not a big deal not yeah, a big yeah. deal then all of a sudden, like a week ago, there's a sound clip of him saying, we knew this was going to kill more people than the flu. We knew that. I don't know why people are making such a big deal. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And then somebody, this uh, guy put it on that clip on Twitter, and now he's suing to get the tweet taken down. And it's like, you know, you just draw more attention to it by suing, right? Right. If you just ignore the shit, it goes away.
0: I wonder, yeah, I agree with you 100% on that, but I wonder if you sue for the future. How so? You know, like... Like a mafia dude, if, like, you fuck him up or, like, fuck him over, a cartel dude, if you fuck him over, it doesn't matter if the cartel's fine and you're fine. He's still got to kill you or your dog or your horse or some shit to let you know you can't do it, but everyone else got to also know Mm. you don't fuck with me. And I wonder if he's suing this guy going, the damage is done with this tweet, okay? Mm. But everybody who's going to put out one of these things about me after this better be ready because I'm coming for you. And now, the next person that's going to think about making up that meme is going to go, man, I don't know if I want to post this shit.
1: You know, also, if I could defend this guy, you know how many doctors I was talking to that were like, early on, they were like, this shit, the f- I wish motherfuckers would act like this for the flu. Yeah. It's not going to be as bad as the flu. And now they're all like, yo, I was wrong. Mm. But
0: what kind of doctor is he? I thought he's a therapist. Yeah, he has an MD from. Oh, he has an
1: MD. Yeah, I-, I checked into it. I want to make sure. Him and Dr. Oz, I thought both of them were full of shit. They both got MDs. But. He just wrong. And that's his other thing. If he just came out and he's like, yeah, I was wrong. This shit is worse than the flu. Everybody would be like, well, there you go. You're whatever. Yeah. But I think the fact that he was like, we knew this. That's where he fucked up. But most doctors I talk to, and
0: some still are like, eh. Yo, we really got to talk to, to do- a doctor about how they feel about people with PhDs calling themselves doctors. Oh, they
1: don't like that shit. They don't like that shit at all. Because there
0: is like an English major at some fucking girl university (laughs) you know barnard barnard or some shit like that that has a phd in like literature yeah something stupid yeah like poetry you can get a phd in poetry you get and they are called doctor yeah and they can make you call them doctor it's dr smith
1: yeah if you're a phd i'm like is it
0: that's the thing i think in order for you to be called doctor you have to be able to save lives yes that's doctor.
1: Yeah. When my homie who's a dentist asked me call him doctor. I don't call him doctor. I'm like, you lie, you're fucking mind, yo. Doctor.
0: Maybe the surgeon dentist.
1: Oral surgeon.
0: You got that. You or- went to medical school. Oral surgeons have to go to medical school. Doctor. Exactly. If you do braces, Not Fred. <laughs> That's Fred that does the braces. That's braces Fred. Yo,
1: I don't even call you Doc. You and Doc Antle, the same amount of doctor <laughs> yeah, to me, bro. Yeah, you, Dr. Dre,
0: Doc <laughs> Antle, all that shit. Fuck out of here, bro. Nah, that's we got to get to the bottom of it's it. It's a that's funny
1: it. thing because it's like a- new, How dare you? You know what it is? It's like New York, New Jersey. Like the Yo. MDs are like New York and the, the other PhDs are like New Jersey. They're
0: bridge and tunnel doctors? Yeah,
1: they're bridge and tunnel doctors. You know how you kind of look down on Jersey? No, and I Jersey's, don't. A lot of people. I remember, like uh, years ago, I wanted to move to Jersey. Exposed. I remember years ago I wanted to move to Jersey because Hoboken was nice. And you said, "I'm not even lying to you. If you move to Jersey, we won't be as good of (laughs) friends."
0: I I, mean, I don't think we are. (laughs) If I'm trying to be completely frank at my wit's end here, I really don't think, (laughs) I don't think we're as close. We're not as close since you moved to Jersey. We used to hang out more.
1: No we hang out more because the studio. Now we just here. (sighs) maybe
0: Maybe you're right. The studio saved the friendship. Maybe you're fucking right, man. Maybe you're goddamn right. But you know
1: how we look down on Jersey as a just generally like... Jersey's kind of like a wax state. And Jersey has a
0: ton of pride. I've never looked down on Jersey like that. I have. Yeah, but I I never got it. I never understood it. It's like none of these people chose to live in Jersey, Akash, but like you just grew up in Jersey. I always thought it was a weird thing because I grew up in Manhattan and there was like this bridge and tunnel thing and where you would like kind of like make fun of the kids that came into the city from right. outside the city. And I'm like, none of these kids made the fucking choice to live in Long Island or like queens or that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't understand why. I get that. But but so even as a young age I'm like oh I got it. It's just this stupid hierarchy shit. We all gotta create some hierarchy yes. so we feel better than each Fine. other. That's that's what it is. That's yeah, exactly
1: yeah. what it is. And having lived in Jersey, it's a stupid state. It's a fucking retarded state. What's they, bad about
0: it? Why do people... Do you know what a fucking jug handle is? or what? You know what a jug <laughs> handle is?
1: You can't take a left turn sometimes. You got to take a right turn, drive around a loop, and then wait at a stop stoplight to take a left turn.
0: They're worried about like oncoming crashes? I
1: don't even think so because I've come closer to running that light that because I, I forget it's there than I have taken a... But the
0: idea is that there's there are cars I think coming the, the other way. I think way. the
1: idea is... I know in L.A., sometimes you have so many people trying to take a left turn, and there's no like left turn arrow, so that just clogs up all the traffic. I think uh, the idea is this frees up traffic, but Jersey don't got traffic like that. Come on, yo, you Jersey. Ain't nobody trying to go to you. Yeah. But anyway, I, Dallas and Houston. Houston got this big inferiority complex where they hate Dallas, and yeah. Dallas is like, yeah, y'all are kind of whack. We kind of laugh at you, but nobody really cares. That's yeah. MDs and PhDs. MDs are like, yeah, you're not really doctors. That's cute that you think you are. And then PhDs are like, no, 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 we're the real doctors. I'm a PhD. And they got this big inferiority complex about it.
0: Wait, they think they're the real doctors? Yeah, yeah Why? Yeah.
1: Just because that's all they got. We have to How convince you ourselves. How do get
0: a PhD? You just got to write a paper? A thesis. This is so stupid.
1: You just got to have a sentence and Hold then on. make a paper out of it.
0: That's it. That's all you have to do. You have to go to a little what's the quickest I'm about to become a PhD. What is oh the quickest? What is the just to expose Shaq, how stupid is it? it is. Look up
1: if Shaq is a PhD. He's either a He PhD... might be
0: honorary. I think he's an honorary. Look it up though if you can. MD, can you yeah. look it up somebody? You can't become an honorary M D. That's how you know that it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Your shit is such bullshit, you can become honorary. Yeah. You cannot become an honorary MD. You can't be an honorary pilot. You're not a doctor if
1: the, the uh, degree is called a doctorate.
0: Yo, you know what we should do? We should ask those PhDs. Yo, why don't you have the PhD do your heart transplant? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're a real doctor, why don't we have you do it? What? Bro,
4: NBA star Shaquille O'Neal is a doctor now, O'Neal received his doctoral degree from education from Berry University along with 1,100 other
0: students. Yeah. So, 1,100 other kids. Come actually, on, guys. You know? But it doesn't say honorary, right? No. Yeah.
2: That's Mm. still some bullshit, though. So
0: Shaq got an honorary one. What is the, Mark, can you Google, what is the quickest way to get a PhD? I bet there's like a one-year intensive program. I could fucking knock that out. I mean, it's worth it. You are retarded Dr. What are Andrew we going to do? We can't do shows <laughs> We can't do anything We're locked in We're quarantined Why is uh, everybody not trying to be a doctor I'm right not now? calling you doctor I don't give a fuck how many PhDs you have. You will got, call sir. me doctor <laughs> Everybody in this room will call me doctor Dr. <laughs> Dr. Schultz Fuck God Dr. Here, Andrew Schultz I want the whole name
1: If you get getting a PhD I'm going to try to get a PhD you too On some easier shit
0: right, so I'm getting the easiest one Okay, what's the easiest PhD? A month? How do I graduate?
2: You just have to enroll within uh, the
1: school. Can you get an online PhD? I swear, if you can get an online PhD, they can go fuck
0: themselves, all of them. This is fucking nuts. Come on, yo. Son, I'm getting a PhD. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Let's do something great during quarantine. Uh, All right, guys, we're going to stop for a second. I got to explain something to you guys, all right? You're at home. You're tired of eating the same fucking thing every single day. You're gaining weight. You need to put a stop to this shit. I'm going to tell you how it starts. It starts with breakfast. Change your fucking breakfast routine. You go to Magic Spoon. You don't even have to go to the grocery store, which is filled with coronavirus. Okay? You can get it delivered right to your house, apartment, wherever it is. Magic Spoon. All right? Cereal. Tastes good and is healthy. All right? Not these cereals. that are filled with carbs, filled with sugar. No, 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 no. Let me tell you exactly what this is. Zero sugar. 12 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving, all right? They got four flavors that are based on all the most delicious cereals that we grew up eating. Let's be honest. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. They're making it simple for you, all right? Get the four-pack. Do whatever you got to do. It's GMO-free, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, None of the bad shit, all the good shit, start your breakfast with a little something different. This is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer we're delivering for you right now. And guess what? On top of that, if you go to magicspoon.com slash flagrant, you grab a variety pack, you try it today. Just make sure you use our promo code flagrant. When you check out, you're going to get free shipping. Free shipping. Simple as that. You get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident that you're going to like your cereal. This is crazy. I don't even know why they're doing this. This is crazy. They're offering you a 100% happiness guarantee. Let me say that again. 100% happiness guarantee. That means that if you don't like it, for any reason, they're refunding you your money. That's how confident they are that not only are you going to like it, you're going to keep ordering it. Go to magicspoon.com slash flagrant. Call their bluff. The very least you could do is call their bluff. you got nothing to risk here at all. Magicspoon.com slash flagrant. And make sure you use the promo code flagrant and get that free shipping. That is Magic Spoon. That is a solution. Now back to the show. What else is going on?
1: Uh, I was right. ESPN is going to air the yes. HBO dot or the MJ. Dot. Netflix
0: is airing it internationally okay. where ESPN doesn't exist.
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought this was an ESPN thing because they were advertising this two they years ago. They made it. Yeah. ESPN
0: thirty for thirty division 30 for made 30. it. Yeah. So when it when Netflix was promoting it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then I realized ESPN doesn't exist in Spain. Got ESPN you. doesn't exist in England.
1: And the dream team was huge in Spain. MJ's probably. Still MJ huge.
0: was the biggest athlete in history. Yeah. I think. I think bigger than Ali.
1: And I'm telling you, ESPN is is hurting.
0: Yo. They need it bad, and uh, I'm glad because we need it bad. Everybody needs it bad.
1: Everybody needs it bad. And they're
0: putting it out week by week, yeah. which is great because they'll be able to talk about it for that entire week on the rest of their programs. They're doing the right thing. Yeah. Killing a buffalo, use all the parts. Kill the buffalo, use all the parts. Do that for weeks. But Uh, they
1: are scrambling because the idea of a 24-hour sports network is there's always sports on. There's always something to talk about. Now there's no sports, and they have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. And that's why they're having everybody tweet about it. That's why they're doing all this shit. And then there was this um, quote-unquote controversy where Rex Ryan got on the air and said, the Cowboys receiver is not good. I wouldn't have paid him. Called him a turd. And then— Which one? uh, Amari Cooper. Yep. Who's really good. Whatever. You can nitpick. Fine. Who cares? Point is, ESPN suddenly starts playing this everywhere, and then a bunch of people start tweeting about it, and then Rex Ryan apologizes— I don't think this is anything except ESPN saying we have nothing else. Yeah. Make this a controversy so we're relevant in any way, shape, or form until April 18th. Let's yeah. just make up a fucking story. Yeah, Call the guy a turd. That's not offensive.
0: Who a fuck? I wonder. Uh, I mean, it is weird that a newscaster is calling an athlete a sure, turd. Sure, weird. But uh, I wonder if they even need to tell them. Hmm. like these people make their living by talking about sports there is no sports yeah so the second something in sports happens people talk about it i mean what are we talking about right now the exact same story oh yeah you know i think that yeah i i i really think that it they're so starved that no matter what you throw at them they're gonna eat it like ravenous dogs 100 percent.
1: this is also a signing that happened two weeks ago
0: Yeah, and like suddenly,
1: it's the one thing you could grab onto. They probably just asked him out of ten questions a five minute interview. This one,
0: and then ESPN was like,
1: "Let's fucking go."
0: They should be talking about that fucking HBO doc, the scheme. I don't know if you guys at home saw that, but uh, we watched that as as uh, I fell asleep about halfway through. Ah, fuck, yo, okay, good. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) I made it. Should we talk about on Patreon? Say no, no. Let's talk about now because I have something that leans into it. Okay. So for those of you guys that haven't seen it, The Scheme is this documentary about the uh, big NCAA uh, bribery scandal that happened. And when it was being reported on ESPN and all these other networks, it seemed pretty clear cut that these coaches were getting bribed and that's how players were going to the universities, et cetera. And then this documentary comes out and really exposes, at least from what I saw of the first half, correct me if I'm wrong, why, what? The coaches are damn sure they were they were paying players. Yeah, but that wasn't the intention of Dawkins. Right. So that I never knew. Okay. So there's this guy named Christian Dawkins, right? And yeah. let me just back things up a little bit so people understand. NBA players or NBA prospects are very valuable commodities. Yes. Okay? If you want to relate it to Tiger King, they're the Cubs. Yeah. Okay? And you want to attach yourselves to them as early as possible so they have loyalty to you. Mm-hmm. So, one way that people do this is they have these handlers. So, let's say Akash, right, yeah. is going to be this amazing basketball player. And I find out in middle school he's going to be an amazing basketball player. Yeah. But his family's going on tough times. You know what I might do? I might throw his money. I might throw money at his family, right? I'm yep. not attached to uh, a college. I'm not attached to an agency. I'm not attached to a management company. I'm not attached to Nike or anything. I'm an individual person.
1: This is not a loan.
0: Not a loan. Hey, you got that. That's for you, that's for you, that's for you. Hoping that when the time comes, you will be loyal to me and I'll tell you which college is the best for you. And guess what? That college is gonna get you some money too. I'll tell you which agency is the best for you. I'll tell you which management company is the best.
1: Right. Go. And it's probably going to be my agency or my management company. If I'm yeah. part of
0: it. Yeah. But there are people who are not part of it, and that's probably how World Wide West works. Yeah. You know, a lot of you guys have heard this character, Worldwide Is it World yeah. Wide West? Yeah, World Wide yeah, West. Yeah, World Wide West. Uh, and people, he's the most influential guy in basketball, but he's not part of an agency, not part of a team, not part of anything. Yeah. Adidas might pay World Wide West. Hey, please, can you put in a good word with – Derrick Rose.
1: Yeah, send this. Send Derrick Rose to a school that we sponsor.
0: There we go. Now we can start building that relationship. Itself.
1: And they also talk about this. I don't know if they, if you got to this part, but they talk about how much money these shoe companies pay their, these programs. I think Adidas or Under Armour pays UCLA like two hundred seventy million dollars a year. Something. Louisville gets like hundred sixty million dollars a year from Nike.
0: Absurd amounts crazy. of crazy. Absurd amounts of money. Now you can reap the rewards of that uh on many different levels, right? Obviously, watching all the kids that are part of that school play in your sneakers. Uh, and the best
1: way is if I'm paying, let's say I'm Under Armour paying UCLA two hundred sixty million a year. Yeah. Hey, the Ben Simmons. Let's say he's coming out. He's this highly whatever prospect. He's going to be great. Just push Ben Simmons UCLA so more people watch UCLA games, so more people see Ben Simmons wearing Adidas. Perfect. Or yeah. Under Armour, whatever it is.
0: So many different ways, right? Yeah. But that's definitely one. But as the initial investment goes, right, if I'm giving your family a few thousand dollars, right, and you end up being an NBA player, which is incredibly difficult. We're talking about 30 guys are first-round draft picks a year. That's it, 30, right? Of the entire nation, now internationally, you're picking 30 a year, right? So when you see these middle school kids, you're hoping one day they might be worth that. Mm -hmm. But as they say in the documentary, it's really interesting. You only need one out of ten. Yeah. It's almost like TV shows. A network only needs one hit show to pay for the entire network.
1: It's like buying penny stocks.
0: Penny stocks. I, pay,
1: I buy them really cheap, and if one cracks off, and I got Google, boom, I'm set for life. Hundred percent.
0: So you're in this situation. So you're in this situation where. This guy, Christian Dawkins, right, had recognized this as a really sharp kid. He was doing cool stuff as a kid. I think when he was like 12 years old, he had this website ranking all the players in Michigan. It was charging coaches to uh, get access to the website. 600 bucks a year. 600 bucks a year. So all these coaches, because they couldn't travel to Saginaw, Michigan, yeah. they were in Florida. They still wanted access. It doesn't come out of their pocket. They're just getting the university to pay for it. Oh, yeah. get a nice scouting report. This kid's legit. So he was a sharp, uh, industrious kid. He realizes, hey, the best way to do this shit is build relationships with the players and their families at a young age. Mm -hmm. Now, something happened in the documentary, which happens a lot that people don't realize, Mm -hmm. which is the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, the feds, kind of entrapped him, in my opinion. Okay. Entrapment. Uh, and the reason I know that this is something that happens because we were talking to uh, one of El Chapo's lawyers for another episode earlier this week right. about lo- money laundering and just about El Chapo shit in general. And he used to work on the attorney general side, so he was before he was a criminal defense attorney, he was actually a prosecutor, and he saw shit that the feds and the NYPD would do to kind of set up clients,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? And um, so basically, go, this Christian Dawkins guy is telling the feds. He doesn't know he's a fed. It's a guy who's a, right. an, an informant. Yeah. Right. He's telling them, hey, I don't want to bribe the coaches. It's stupid. They have no influence over the players. I have 10 times more influence than any coach. And, and the, the guy-
1: FBI wants to catch the coach. The FBI sets up a system where, hey, Christian, you pay the coaches and then the coaches will pay the players or whatever. What
0: the FBI wants yes. is a bribery scandal. Yes. So they create one. Yeah. Now, granted, coaches in university have been playing, play, paying players for years. Yeah. So it's not entirely untrue, right? right. What they're like – apparently, if you're a kid that comes from like an urban big city, you're getting $250,000 a year, right? Yeah. Dennis Smith Jr., I think he got a quarter million to go to play South Carolina or the fuck he played. Yeah, NC know? State, yeah. NC State, North Carolina State, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like all these players are getting paid, right? Where they're getting paid and how they're getting paid, maybe it's from the university, maybe it's from one of these handlers, but they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. But the feds basically go, we want to get coaches paying the players because coaches are uh, attached to the institutions, mm-hmm. and coaches also are getting money from these brands, these sneaker brands. Yeah, That's a bigger fish. If we just get this Christian Dawkins guy, who's this quote-unquote low-level handler – Giving money to the players, a few grand here, a few grand to coaches. That's not a national story. We're not breaking down institutions. It's just one actor. Yeah, means nothing. So they kind of make it up. They force Christian Dawkins, even though he tells them multiple times, no. Yeah. They kind of bully him into agreeing to pay the coaches. Yeah. And then does he even pay them, or he just keeps the money?
1: He keeps the money.
0: So he keeps the money. He doesn't even pay the fucking coaches. Never pays the coaches. Is that legal to force someone into doing illegal activity that they tell you they don't want to do and have no interest in doing?
1: Yeah, I think that they, should be illegal. I think they essentially are trying to get him on keeping their money. Cuz he would take the money they paid him and he would just keep it. He would never give it to a coach. He'd just go out to the strip club or the casino or whatever and he kept so the money they you find this out later in the movie when he gets arrested, they they basically bring him into a hotel room and they play all these recordings or whatever. They're like He's supposed to go in for a meeting. There's two feds there. And then the lady that's the undercover officer is like, we got you. You can either cooperate with us or you can call a lawyer. And then he's like, let me talk to a lawyer. And then immediately they got motherfuckers bust in with guns. They throw him in jail on some real Alex shit. The first few nights he was in Sweden where he's in there with like, he said, I'm in a prison cell and El Chapo was upstairs. That's who they got me with that grade of criminal. And he won't snitch. He's like, I'm not telling on any of these coaches they're hoping to use him to tell on the coaches and he's got they got recorded phone calls of coaches basically saying we're paying this guy but they never actually used the words we are paying him money right so they're trying to get him to be a ci like you wear a wire you go and you have other meetings with these guys get them on tape saying you we're gonna pay this player money hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and you're good and he won't do it so now they're trying to bring him up on something and they come up with Wire fraud. I don't know what the fuck. They it's they do some shit on some bullshit. Some Al Capone Elliott Ness shit. Oh, we can't get him on anything like murder, so we'll get him on tax evasion. It's the same kind of thing.
0: So this is what they do. They work up the ladder. Yeah. They set this guy up, they basically entrap him. Yeah. Okay. And they, because they know by entrapping him he has such close proximity to the coaches that then he might flip on the coaches. Yes. But they have to create a crime for him to commit. Yes, and I'm
1: sure this happens a lot.
0: And, dude, it's fucked up. I didn't know that it operated like this, and I was talking to this lawyer guy. He said this. This fucking blew my mind. He was working at, uh, for, the, for the Bronx uh, Attorney General's Office, or right. Bronx District Attorney, and he was representing this uh, heroin dealer, Yeah, low-level heroin dealer, not saying it's okay, it's a shitty fucking thing to do. Right. He was representing this heroin dealer. He was like a part-time heroin dealer. He sold a little bit, but it yeah. wasn't his main thing. And the informant, the CI, right, is telling him every week, hey, we got a few more guys downtown. Hey, we, we need bigger quantities. Can you get us a bigger quantity? We got like 100 guys downtown. And the guy on the recorded taping is saying, yo, please stop calling me. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. Leave it. No. Hey, it's the easiest thing in the world. It's a no-brainer. Literally, they're just mm. these rich guys. Blah, blah. I'm done. I'm do- He's saying I'm done. Now, ultimately, he makes his decision. You make your choice. You have to live with your choices, but you shouldn't be tricked into breaking the law by right. the law. Right? Yeah. Like that—that should be illegal. That is a definition of entrapment. And he couldn't get this guy off. They still flipped this guy. And I'm realizing that shit happens all the fucking time. Yeah, yep. you're a pawn. But that should be illegal. Should be. You can't. And I understand what they're trying to do is they're they're probably using that guy, and they want him to flip on someone bigger. Yes, and that's, that's how they move 100% up the ladder. The idea. But you got to get me to flip based on a crime that I already did by yeah. myself. You can't trick me into committing a crime and then get me to flip.
1: Yeah. You know what this That's reminds me of? It's foul, You know what this reminded me of? And I think it applies here. First of all, I, I'm always skeptical watching a documentary because we talked about this with, with before. It's A documentary is a 90-minute political ad. Right, right, right. For whatever you want me to believe, you got 90 minutes. Right. But I, I kept thinking about this the whole time. The whole world in the workforce is just either motherfuckers trying not to get fired or motherfuckers trying to get promoted. That's it. That's the, the only thing that's happened in any job when you boil down, boil it down to it. Yeah. So there's FBI agents who are sitting there thinking, how can I get a promotion? You know, how I can get a promotion I bet if I bring down college coaches in a bribery scandal, because we all know they get paid, but nobody has proof, and we all say it's illegal, but nobody can prove it, I'm going to be the fucking guy to do it. So you get the FBI to give you all this money, all this taxpayer money, and if you watch the movie, they're paying him $50,000. They pay him $150,000 at another time. They're running out fucking yachts, feeding this guy. This is all money I'm taking on because I want this fucking promotion. I'm going to bring down the college coaches. Yes. Now when the case gets flimsier, you are reaching. When the guy says, I want out, you start to think, fuck, not only am I not going to get promoted, I can get fired over this. We sunk a lot of money into this guy, and now he wants out. Keep him in. Keep him on the line. Start panicking. Say shit. Like, all right, well, you know, whatever money you want for your company is going to disappear. That's fine. Whatever money you want for your company, this is what what it's going to be. So then you say, okay, fine. And then when the, the DA or the FBI fucked up and the New York City district attorney came out and had this whole press conference and say, we got this guy, Christian Dawkins, and we know your he said something like, we know your playbook now, college coaches, be ready, which is basically putting their dick on the table like all oh, y'all motherfuckers about to go down. They really overplayed their hand there. They should have just waited in the cut, got somebody else to flip if this guy wouldn't, blah, blah, blah. But I think they're all just seeing their whole careers go up in flames. Like, we got this guy, Christian Dawkins. The only reason we got this guy, and we kind of entrapped him, the only reason we got him is to get him to roll over on other people. If he's not going to roll over, we wasted all this all- time, yeah. all these resources. Let's see if we can scare them into doing something. Let's see if we can have a press conference. Tell the coaches, you're fucked. But the coaches never say, specifically on tape, we are going to pay him money. They would say shit like, I know the money uh, this, this school is offering. I know what this school is offering him is not what my school is offering. They got Will Wade, the LSU coach, talking about some player, like, yo, I don't know if it's worth it. We made a strong offer and he's not taking it. I know our offer is better than everybody else's offer. Now we can all assume that's money, but in a court of law with well like well-paid lawyers, they'll be like, that that could be anything. That could be, we'll give you the best scholarship and the best opportunity to have an education. It's all I could. There's no actual proof there. So I think it's just this whole thing was just a lot of motherfuckers panicking on the federal side. And rushing an investigation, and Christian Dawkins, who I don't think is some angel, but he shouldn't have gone to jail, he got caught up in this machine. How of long like, did he go? He's still appealing. So he hasn't actually served. He got sentenced to six months and appealed. Right now, he has not gone. And I think, in the same way that this, uh, the Tiger King got Carol's investigation reopened, this documentary could get him to have uh, the whole public be like, what the fuck is this? You're going to send this guy to jail? He sounds like the fucking man. I he, think he, he a little bit... He didn't I, there's, some, there's some little shit about nah, him. Like, he, he was a little sneaky. He was up the so here's, so here's some shit. His first company, he left them, went to another company. And the first company was an agency or something like a financial yeah. firm. And they had Alfred Payton, one of their, their people. He says he got fired because he ran up $42,000 worth of Uber charges on Elfred Payton's credit card. Yeah. Okay. Alfred. He, Alfred. The way he said it happened is I was getting Ubers for Alfred on All-Star weekend or NBA Draft weekend or whatever and he just put his card on my account, and I forgot to change it. And then at my new company, everybody was using my— I'm getting Ubers for everybody, and it got up to $42,000, and I didn't realize it happened. Oh. I have a hard time believing. It, knowing people who had corporate jobs, there's two ways this happens. One, they give you their credit card if they're going to have you booking everybody's shit. Say, hey, this is the corporate card. Plug that in. Mm-hmm. That's where you book everything. Or you give me an expense report. If it's on your card— And you get the points, which you want because you get, like, the miles and all that shit. Fine, but you got to send us expense reports. We need deadlines. So you are constantly aware of that. To think if they gave you a card, you got to go change it. And to think I'm letting everybody use my credit card, and my credit card statement is $400 every month, and it never occurs to me that I'm booking everyone's fucking Uber. Like, really, that didn't cross your mind? The company's not asking for expense reports? You're not noticing your expenses are that high? And he's just making it seem like, oh, I just, hey, harmless mistake. You it wasn't that harmless. You can't be that dumb.
0: No, he he did it. Yeah, he did it exactly. I think what it was is because most of my friends have like corporate jobs. They front the money for things, and then they get it paid back to them by the business by yes. the corporation. But
1: the business needs an expense report.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, what I think he did is I think Alfred asked him to put the uh, yep. you know his card on his Uber. Yep. I think that absolutely happened. Yeah. I think he kept it on there. And I think most of his Ubers were cheap, and Alfred probably wouldn't notice. And he goes, this guy ain't going to notice a fucking $8 charge and $9 charge. I'm going to leave that shit on. Or he actually forgot. Or yeah. he truly forgot. That is that is possible. Um, then he goes to this new company, he does run up those charges, but he is putting in this expense report, and he must know he doesn't have $41,000 worth of charges on his phone. Yeah. But then again, it could be over X amount of months. We don't know how many months it is. That being said, let's say the worst case, I think worst case scenario, he knew, he's getting reimbursed the money, the money's coming back to him, he's taken that $40,000 over X amount of months from Alfred Payton. Yeah. That is worst case scenario, but all the while he's gone, oh, I'ma just say I forgot to charge a car back. Yeah, And I'm not keeping in touch with my expenses, that kind of shit. Mm. There is some nefarious shit there, look, he did some sneaky shit Like even when he had That that website Early on When he was uh, uh, Ranking the players yeah. Like he ranked himself And lied about his height And lied Put about his Put himself number one. Oh, what
2: he's, he's putting the work in 100% no, get Don't get me
0: wrong I'm just saying He's willing To manipulate some oh, things yeah, For his advantage yeah. yeah Right so But
2: I mean He was doing this already Before the feds came to him Right like He was so. What he he would do? He was the the handler,
0: and what he and this
1: isn't illegal in any way. He would pay the players and their families, and there is no law that says you can't violate the NCAA rules. Mm. You're going to jail. That's true.
0: But here's the thing: you're not signing to them. This is the risk. So let's say Al, you're an athlete, and I'm paying you and your family ten thousand dollars a month or five thousand dollars a month. Yeah. As long as you don't sign anything to me, that's totally fine. You don't know what I'm paying you for. Okay. It could be a donation. I'm happy. Hey, I really
2: mean, so, like you, bro. So I understand that, but I mean, the reason why I think he's uh, he's falls on the better side of things is because when the feds tried to get him to turn, he hasn't turned. And yeah, he but just it's also like, who are you not money. turning
1: on? College coaches? Like, who gives I mean, a fuck, dude? Turn on him?
0: Nah, like he's uh, doing business. He's these standing are, and up. you know what else
1: these college coaches will do? That's a real fucking kind of foul. And if you want to talk about some race shit. Uh, do they, I, did I
0: miss the race component of this? Entirely? No, they
1: don't bring it up a lot. But you notice that the guys who most of the guys who get jail time, one of them is white. Uh, two assistant coaches, one guy at Adidas, I think, and then one white guy at Adidas.
0: Did Book get jail time?
1: Book got jail time. Three oh. months or six months.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: So here's the Louis, like, I think Book worked for whatever college Book worked for. LSU. LSU. Here's the example. Will Wade won't say on the phone, the LSU head coach won't say on the phone, hey, we're going to pay whoever $100,000 to come to our school. He'll use terms like, we're going to make a strong offer, and then the actual money, he won't touch. He'll have his black assistant coach do it. That guy's the one who's going to run the money. Mm. So if I'm fucking whatever his name is, and I can flip on Will Wade, and fuck, Will Wade's exploiting my boy anyway. He's homies with Book. Yeah. Whoever the coach is that he works for is exploiting Book. Fuck this dude. That's the game. And he noticed from a young age, he talked about the people that would come to Saginaw to recruit these kids were white dudes with money. And he's like, I don't want to make it super racial. Remember that part at the beginning? Yeah, he's yeah, like, that's yeah. what it was. You know the game. This is the game, yo. You could flip on these guys. And I would have but no problem with you flip on think, these guys.
0: I thought that was his way of going like, I'm not going to let these white uh, guys come in and exploit black athletes. I'm going gonna I'm gonna to gonna make sure black
4: people yeah, can exploit yeah, yeah. black <laughs> 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 athletes. So that's what I'm saying. All right, bro, that's guess. what I'm saying. I
1: don't think You're the guy's I mean, like, like some, so he's walking out of this looking like an angel. And I think what happened to him was foul. But I don't think he's an angel. If I can, you know what I mean? And also, at the end, his mom, who is the, the biggest G in the entire thing. Did you hear this part of it? Nah, go. When he goes to jail, he said the only time he's in there for, like, three, four days, whatever. He said the only time I cried is I call my mom, and then my sister gets on the phone, and my sister can get me to cry when she's whatever. So I start crying, and then my mom, basically, she then they go to her, and she said, I asked him, I said, son, did you kill anybody? He said, no. They said, did you, did you rape anybody? He said, no. Did you? Hurt anybody? He said, No. She goes, Then suck it the fuck up. Stop crying. You're gonna come home. Mm. And then he came home like three days later. But she was just like, You can't look like no bitch. Like, yeah. stop that shit. Yeah. And she's she loves her son. She's not like a hard ass. She never comes across as like tough she love, tough love. Yeah. She's dope. At the end, she reads a letter that he wrote her when I guess he decided not to go to college. He literally says, I am great. I am like Gandhi. I think he said I am like Martin Luther King. That guy and capitalism don't go together. You can't be Gandhi and a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are always guys that I'm like, there's some weird shit going on with this dude. Hmm. Like, you, I don't trust you. Christian if, Dawkins. Christian Dawkins wrote yeah, that letter yeah. to his parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm great. I'm this, I'm that. I know what I'm going to be. I am Gandhi. Yeah. I am Martin Luther King. I am. The, and it's like, no, you're not. Like, Andrew Carnegie and, and Martin Luther King are very different people.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, You yeah.
1: can't think you're doing all this good and you're... Listen, you're helping families out, but you're doing it to exploit them later. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be the best agent. You're not going to – he never said, like, I wanted – I studied how to be a great agent so I could get my players the best deals possible at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe that's an interesting question. It's like, how do you – what are the ethics of exploitation? (laughs) You know, like, the NBA is exploiting players, but – they're paying them enough where it's okay to exploit them. Like, yeah. there's a fine line. It, it's not like you're not allowed to exploit someone. Sure. It's you just have to pay them enough to exploit them.
1: Every job is exploitative on some way. If you are making more of me than I'm making off you, why the fuck am I paying you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of the...
1: Every job at the end of the day, if you're not making your money, that's why we're all trying not to get fired because none of us are really worth what we're getting paid. So we're just trying to find shit. Remember when you, we had, you had a show on MTV yeah. and they would just find notes They'd be like, oh, let's fix this. It's just because that person who wanted to have a suggestion, so motherfuckers wouldn't look at him and be like, What do you do?
0: Yeah, everybody's trying to keep their job. Yeah, because
1: most of us don't get paid. But the
0: exploitative works. thing is interesting. Like, where is the line? Right? Like if LeBron James got paid ten million dollars a year, yeah. most of us wouldn't go he's not be, be most of us wouldn't go he's being exploited. Most people look at $10 million and they're like, oh my God, you get paid $10 million to play basketball? That's unbelievable. This guy's the luckiest man on the planet. Yeah, But if he makes a team a billion dollars or makes a team several hundred million dollars, he's being exploited. He's vastly underpaid, So what is the line for exploitation? Like, is it you need to make half of what you're making the company that you're working for? You need to make a third. You need to make a tenth. Like, what is... The line for exploitation.
1: That's a good point. So then maybe even him helping out the family—it's exploitation. But it's all every job is exploitation. So maybe it's like, yeah. sure. All
0: right, let's take a break for a second. Pay some bills, man. Uh, look, you're sitting right now. You're in your underwear. You're probably in a t-shirt. Probably in some socks. I want you to take a look at your underwear, t-shirt, and socks. Your essentials. Okay. You're not trying to flex on nobody. You're not trying to look fly as fucking your quarantine. You're chilling in your crib in your comfortable essentials look at those socks look at your underwear and look at that shirt you're wearing and tell me they're not absolutely disgusting stretched out worn down yes you need something new look at your boxers look at the rim look at that band okay waffled up dick probably dangling out the hole because all that elasticity gone socks maybe hold up get some new shit and make sure it's the highest quality that's on the market mac weldon has the essentials game locked down. Simple as that. MacWeldon.com. You don't believe me, you can go there and check it out. But I'm telling you, best fabrics, best materials, highest quality, anti-macrobial, whatever the fuck that means. The doo-doo stains aren't going to fuck up your pants forever. That's what that means. Okay? They're not going to fuck up your underwear. You get new socks, new shirts, new underwears, all men's essentials at MacWeldon. Weldon. All of them. You go get them, you lock it down, and if you use our promo code, you're going to get 20% off, but there's more. They've got a special offer. You go to MacWeldon.com, you create an account. It's the MacWeldon Blue Loyalty Program. Here's how it works. Create an account, place any order for any amount, and never pay shipping again. Level 2. Once you purchase $200 worth of products from Macwell, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. Level 2 also grants you access to new products before they are released to anyone else, as well as free gifts added to future orders. So just go to Macwell. You listen, you're not doing anything. You're at home, you're bored. OK, government's giving you free money. Might as well spend some of it to make sure you're comfortable during this quarantine. Get your new underwear. You've been waiting to get new underwear. Who goes shopping for underwear? You don't. Now you have a place to get it. Simple as that. Get your new shirts. Get your new shocks. Shocks, socks, all of them, both of them. Go get it. Macweldon.com. dot com. Use flagrant. That's our promo code. You get 20 percent off and then sign up for the account. Okay, get the free shit they're willing to give you. Make sure you're comfortable during the quarantine. Simple as that. Macweldon.com M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. All right? Go get that shit. Go get comfortable. Let's get back to the show. Well, right now we're going to have a conversation with, um, with, with a, a man that's been exploiting America. A Canadian man. It's been out here exploiting the great capitalist market of America, a, a father, a comedian, an author, a podcast host, a cigar connoisseur, an ex-stripper. I want everybody here on Flagrant 2 to say hello to our dear friend, Aaron Berg. Aaron Berg, can you hear us?
4: What an honor. What a great intro, Schultz. Thanks, ah,
0: man. I try to do a good intro. I see you I see you there. I don't know if you're in your 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 what is that? What there's a the vice grip? what's, yeah, going, what, on, what's going on? What's happening here?
4: It's my bunker, man. This is what I put my nuts in every Tuesday morning to remind <laughs> me that I got a feel, man.
0: <laughs> Talk to me, Berg. What's going on? Uh guys, I mean, everybody um this is my friend Aaron berg very funny comic you might have seen his 25 sets documentary
1: about 20, him 28 25 how many sets you do that night berg
4: 25 25 oh, i'll 20. take it from here on yeah, my bad right. uh yes. he's uh
0: so and you might have seen his documentary he goes he breaks the record that was held by steve byrne i believe uh for doing you the most it. sets in new york city in one night you can go check that out i'm sure anywhere documentaries are downloaded itunes etc is that correct
4: you got it. Amazon was um,
0: Prime. But, Berg, talk to me, man. What's going on? How are you? How is life?
4: I'm in Delaware. I'm hunkered down. Okay. I'm at uh, my in-laws' place. So this is my studio for right now. And then I'm going to use the upstairs apartment once I can figure out how to get a Wi-Fi signal in there. There's like an apartment over the garage. Right. So that's, that's going to be the new studio. And I'm going to stay here. I'm guessing the peak hit. So I'd probably be good to get back to New York. Tomorrow or the day after, it seems yeah. like Queens is all cleaned up now. No sarcasm.:
0: Why didn't you go to Canada? You have the ability to go to Canada with your health care and your amazing uh, woke comedy scene. Why didn't <laughs> yeah. you go nestle yourself into the comfort of Canada when you had the opportunity to?
4: My wife doesn't have Canadian citizenship, so even if I went back and I was able to get Canadian health care. That would have been a plus, but I don't need it. I have health insurance. I, I don't even know why I pay for health insurance because I'm pretty healthy aside from smoking cigars. I don't drink or anything. So once in a while, I go to the doctor, maybe a couple times a year, I could pay for it out of pocket. My wife can't go up there. We got nowhere to stay unless we stay with my parents. But they're giving the citizens $2,000 a month. No questions asked. Every citizen's getting $2,000 a month.
0: Now, how does a hardcore American, I don't know, what are your politics, libertarian? Libertarian. How does a hardcore American libertarian feel about the government, the big bad government, giving away 2 a month? I mean, that seems like it would compromise some of those libertarian values, no?
4: Canadian taxes are higher than American taxes. You, you know, you probably pay taxes now. I pay taxes now. Mm. They're expensive. Now, he's rich so, enough
1: that he's not paying taxes.
4: <laughs> and, and I'm going to say this shamelessly. When I first moved here, I was on Medicaid. I, I took from the system because I was making no money. I moved from making six figures in Canada, moved to the United States where I was making $80 a week doing $20 spots at Eastville. And I no. had no money. So I was on Medicaid for several months until I started making money and now I pay back into the system. I understand that the world is going through a big thing. I don't know if bailouts are the answer. I don't know if throwing government money. Look, would you learn more if you really went through the shit? If you and I, guys that were, were in very different positions, I make a good living. So if for a year or two years, if I had to eat baked beans and really struggle and shoot live animals to feed my family would i come out of that better than just going oh there's a bailout so my stocks are worth what they used to be again i think humanity would learn a better lesson if we really went through the shit i think the economy would fix itself without having money injected into it and there'd be more pressure to find a cure and get people back to living modern society or evolving into this new type of society yeah yeah, but doesn't
1: that ignore collateral damage of People being like, oh, instead of hunting a live animal, why don't I just steal from my neighbors?
0: Oh, gosh, they don't teach that at the Bernie Sanders School of Economics. (laughs) That's clear where Bernie went to. These people need
2: to steal from these other people (laughs) because they are living above
4: 115th Street. And if you live up there, then you can steal from the one I think think um, that's an interesting perspective. It's happening, right? I'm not in New York. I left before the shit hit the fan. We're here. It's, It's very comfortable. The only issues I'm dealing with is like, Bob and Nancy play Fox News too loud. So it gets Christine all amped up.
0: Right. That's it. And your wife, your wife, Christine, comedian. Uh, Now, have you guys had any domestic violence issues?
4: I was like, you got nowhere to go. They shut the shelters. You're going to go over there. You're going (laughs) to catch a fucking cop. Don't fucking come at me with your I got an opinion. Uh, We're getting along way but i i dumped my therapist since i've been here i used to go to the therapist that all the comics in the city would go That's to a and every tuesday after i'd leave Christine and i would argue because he would put all this stuff in my head and be like here's here's what you need to work on because she's not getting this and it and then i go first of all i'm not going to pay the money i'm paying you to do skype and i like him he's a nice guy but we're connecting now at home we don't connect Cause it's like, look, I got shit to do. I got to run here. I got to do the show. I got to run around, do spots. She's got to do spots. She's got to fucking do this here. We connect there. There's this, this, is a beautiful reset. I don't know if you've acknowledged it. I'm sure you have, but it's like every night I put my daughter to sleep. Uh, even when my wife is on her period for those like 23 days out of the month, it's <laughs> like I'm connecting better with her there's just a connection now yeah. so this morning she's you know she's bleeding fucking upstairs looks like a flag of japan and then she comes downstairs <laughs> and uh she's like i'm in a bad mood i'm on my period i didn't sleep but now she acknowledges it it's not like home where she's just all this fucking pent-up baggage and you know she never dealt with the rape she had when she was 18 but it's like that shit <laughs> it it here you guys sound like you're getting along great <laughs> We're getting along. We're really connecting, and this makes me think maybe we don't go back to New York. Really? Yeah, we got a house in in Forest Hills, and it's like maybe we maybe we make a move. I mean, not that I talked to Kevin Brennan. He's like, I'm fucking moving to Florida, and I heard a rumor that Bobby Kelly may be doing the same thing. I don't know if it's true. Now- uh
0: Tim Dillon had an interesting prediction. Um, he goes, uh, I think that cities will be different, that people will, work, will move out of the cities. I wonder if That was either Tim Dillon or my buddy Bobby. But one of them were basically saying that I don't think – they're basically saying they don't think that people will live in uh, inner cities or urban environments. Or they won't be as drawn to the urban environments, especially old people. Like old people will get out of the city real quick. My parents yeah. in their 70s live in New York City. That might not happen post-pandemic.
4: I I read a Bloomberg article yesterday uh, because I was searching for Breitbart and it came up first. But uh, it it says that uh, New York is going to become what it was in the 70s and 80s. It's going to have like a full-on Hell's Kitchen vibe where it's going to be young, struggling, suffering people that are willing to deal with uh, the threat of a virus as they did the threat of crime in the 70s. And Like you knew... In the 70s and 80s, you were going to get mugged in New York. Here you're like, hey, I may get the virus, but I could become an actor. So I people are going to do that, which means rents are going to drop again. The city's going to be more affordable. There's going to be way less old people. And they also said that it'll be divided and segregated um, based on who's had the virus and who hasn't had the virus.
0: And how will they do that?
4: They're going to give certificates This is the prediction. If you test positive, you have to test. You can't be like, I had it. You have to have a test, a positive test. You'll get a certificate. You had the virus. You can't have it again. You may go to these places. You didn't have the virus. Here you go. Enjoy your shitty bar eight feet away from each other where three people can hang out and sing Sweet Caroline till 11 o'clock. That's going to be it.
1: Wow. I feel like this is assuming we don't have a vaccine within the next 18 to 24 months.
0: I I
4: mean, we will have a
0: vaccine.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it gets all dystopian like that. It's not going to be fucking.
0: No, no, we will have a vaccine within the next year. But the question is, do people go out to shows if we don't have a vaccine? That's what I'm wrestling with. And I don't know. I think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. I hope. Obviously. I mean, that's my livelihood. But I don't know if people will go out to shows because they've been fed so much information like, hey, it's not about you. It's about, you know, the old lady that lives next to you or your grandma or all these other people that are passing. Because they are passing. They are dying for it and no, from it. Nobody wants to be responsibil- responsible for that death.
1: I think once the curve flattens, there will still be a little bit what does of that like. Mean? Once the death rate slows down. Once the rate of infection slows down. But once here's it stops the thing. being so fucking steep.
0: But here's the thing, like, let's say it's steep or not steep. At the end of the day, you don't want to be responsible for killing your grandma.
4: There are people are now who don't give a fuck. Say again? Mine are both dead. My Fair enough.
0: And so are mine. So I'm not going to kill my grandma. But like, God forbid, you killed your parent or some shit.
4: Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, I think my dad has no symptoms. But my parents flew in the heart of it from Florida to Canada. They get home. They're like, you got to quarantine for 14 days. My mom goes, OK, I'll just go get some apples and shit. So she goes out to the grocery store and some lady sees her and yells at her, and she goes, "You cannot be out." And my mother comes home. She's like, "I was so embarrassed. I was just trying to buy apples, apples." And I go, "My, you can't go out just to get apples. You got to go out and get a whole bunch of shit at once, and you got to wait till the quarantine's over." But my dad had a kidney transplant, so he's a immuno- immunocompromised, as they say, <laughs> and uh, he flew in the heart of it. And they're like, "Yeah, we didn't touch anybody." I'm like, "They don't get. It. Older people don't get it."
1: and they don't really care
4: either yeah they don't understand they They don't don't, they don't stand by the six foot rule i go to the grocery store old ladies will push up on you they don't care old people bob and nancy they're my in-laws they go yeah if we get it we get it we're ready to
1: die you know who's not afraid of you killing old people is old people yeah Yeah, (laughs) hey whatever man i'm about done anyway it is
0: a weird time now where we're all like pretending like we've cared about old people Like, they're maybe the one group of people in society that everybody has not given a flying fuck about. Right? You throw them in a home. You don't call them. You don't care about them, et cetera. I mean, maybe minorities you take care of. Yeah, we we need to give a fuck. That is not an American thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, and all of a sudden, we're screaming at each other to stay inside to protect the old people that just a month ago, we didn't give a flying fuck about. It's kind of interesting. You huh? just
1: don't want the guilt of I killed him.
0: It's, that's what I'm saying. It's selfish. So if we have that selfish feeling, right, we don't really care about them. We just want to know we didn't do it. Right. So if you know you have old people in your building, are you going to go to a comedy show knowing full well that you could kill that old person upstairs?
1: I honestly think there's a point at which you won't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, I guess. There's a
1: point at which you'll be like, eh, it'll be just like the homes. Like, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. The curve is flattened. I'm going to go out. I've been in the house for two months. You fucking crazy. You know how much I'm going to watch more Netflix. I've everybody's already made this joke. We've been to the end of Netflix.
0: Yeah. So my, yeah. my concern is my concern is what happens is this. And I don't want this to be the case. I'm just presenting it is that people go back out. Right. If people go back out and this thing surges again. Right. Yeah. There's a second wave. Yeah. Nobody's going back out again until everybody's vaccinated. Right, And if I was the nefarious powers that be that want control of the world or wherever the fuck they are, I would hope people go back out. I would hope there's a second wave because then they could really put the clamps on us. And you know who would help them put the clamps on us? We would. We'd be punishing each other for leaving the fucking house. We'd be telling each other, hey, you better not go unless you got a chip in your arm that says you got the vaccine. Now they got the chip in.
1: But why would the powers that be, this is a devil's advocate more than Sure, please, please, yeah. Why would the powers that be want that if what runs the economy is essentially transactions? Yeah. I don't understand like a PhD, fake doctor, but (laughs) essentially (laughs) we need transactions for the economy to go. And if everybody's staying in, this is the whole thing where like the cure can't be worse than the virus.
0: I don't think that, I think that the powers that be are above the economy. So I don't think the powers that be are ever economy dependent. I think the powers that be actually thrive in times like this. If you look like at any like rich group of people, they've made all their money in times
4: of tragedy, not times of This triumph. is when rich people are yes. buying and is when the market is hit like so this. So they can't wait like, for
0: the shit to pop up. Oh. It's like you look at the like rich, rich, rich families. Yeah. They either made rich. it with drug money or they made it with war money. By war money, I mean they literally bet on the wars. Yeah. That's you know? fair. So if they see the shit hit the fan, they're like, "Ooh, we're about to eat again, baby. I was waiting for the shit to hit the fan. Now they eat again and they have control.
1: I would say they would look forward to a recession. I don't know because if people, if there's a second wave of motherfuckers not going out, I don't think it's a recession. I think it's a depression. I think no, like no businesses are left. Yeah. And I don't know if they want to ride through a depression to make their money. I think they'll ride through the recession, but the depression, I don't even think it's like the lives. I think it's just like. It's too much time. It's like I'm but not going to see the return on investment. These people are so on
0: isolated and so unaffected. We're talking about like money that doesn't go away. We're not talking about like millionaire rich, where like you're a millionaire, but then you lose your million and then you're jumping out of the building and Wall Street. We're talking about like generational wealth, where it's it'll yeah. be effective in the smallest way, but you'll be able to bump up bump that up by purchasing all this shit that has gone broke anyway.
4: Like you see classism really being exhibited right now because we'll talk about it and when it hit i was like you know what i'm not hand to mouth i've got i'm good for a bit i if this goes on for a bit i can live i'm not saying i'm going out buying a new car or a harley but we can get by for a little bit you know what i mean and then you're at that level too where obviously it's like okay we're not i don't gotta fucking sell everything i have but look at uh, on the lower levels people that didn't have their first month of rent and people that are hoping that those rent breaks are given. And then it doesn't make sense because you see it where people are like, you still gotta pay rent, but this guy that you pay it to doesn't have to pay his mortgage. So you get to see how richer people make money right away. They're saving money on the interest on the mortgage. It's like, if you're rich, you're making more money throughout. And then the real rich people, this is money making time. Because when that market went from 29 down to 20 or 19, You don't think you're swooping in, buying, knowing it's going to rebound to at least 27? Are you going to make a third of your money back? Dude, there's – Like snapping your fingers.
0: All right. We got to stop for a second. I got to tell you guys about something very, very cool. Very, 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 very cool from our people over at Radix Remedies. Shout out to everybody at Radix Remedies uh, for what they are doing. There is a hand sanitizer problem in this country in that not not enough people can get hand sanitizer. Okay? The guys at Radix Remedies realize this. They did a little research. Turns out the machines they use to make CBD, pretty much the same machines that are used to make hand sanitizer. So what they're doing is they're making hand sanitizer. They've shut down some of the CBD machines. They've started to make hand sanitizer. It gets better. For every bottle of hand sanitizer you guys buy, I buy, Alex buys, Akash buys, Mark buys. They're going to donate a free one to healthcare workers that actually need it. That's
1: fucking dope.
0: They're not even making money off the hand sanitizers. So not only do we get hand sanitizer, which is incredibly hard to come by. Every time you buy it, another bottle gets donated to people who truly need it. You get to feel like a good person while getting the thing that you need. I cannot fathom that there is a better opportunity... For all of you at home, than this, to do the bare minimum to help out these healthcare workers and other people that need the sanitizers. Very simple radixremedies.com. Obviously, you know the promo code flagrant, um, always can be used because they have tons of great CBD stuff there. I've spoken about it at Nauseamonas Podcast. You guys should already know. We can speak about it again. You got the flower. you got the pre rolled joints, you got the sleep time gummies, okay? You got the just regular gummies. You got the nootropic, the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The drops, right? You can put the drops, helps with brain function, memory, every bit of cognitive ability. And it gets there faster because you're not digesting in the belly. It hops on the back of that CBD, goes right to your brain, hooks it all up. You You could do all these things. Go for it right now. Radix remedies. But most importantly, get yourself some hand sanitizer. Go do that, man. Help yourself and help the people that are fighting this fight.
1: Yo, I cannot find the message, but somebody messaged me that it uh, was a few weeks ago. He said, I drove by the Radix Remedies, like, a store. That was a Radix yeah. Remedy storefront. Went in there, said I was Asshole Army. They gave me free product, and he said this shit was incredible. He That's said, there's no way about, you man. weren't high off that CBD job. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find it. Like, I'll shout him out next time we do a read. Well, I'll DM read us. Messages. If
0: you're that guy, DM us so we can shout you out on the Patreon. Um, but, yeah, now let's get back to the show. I'm going to fuck this up a little bit, right? But there's this family. I'm sure everybody's heard about the Rothschilds, right? It does, I don't want to have to get into conspiracy mm-hmm. shit. We'll just talk about, like, factual shit, right? And there was a time um, where this is before information was passing quickly, right? This is before internet, before, uh, you know, phone calls, that kind of stuff. This is like people were handing messages, courier yeah. service, right? And I believe maybe World War I... Does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe it was a war even prior to that. I'm fucking up which war it was. Point is, it was thought that England was going to lose that war, (laughs) right? Because that guy had such sophisticated personal courier service because his way of getting information around was faster. He knew that they had actually won this battle before everybody in England won. He had propped them up with what would be the equivalent of $900 million today. Right. Right? Propped up. The, investing, essentially, in England. He bought English debt at that time. like He bought bonds, essentially, in England. Now, the market has shit the bed because everyone in England thought that they lost. Right. So those bonds are yeah. worth what? Nothing. Yeah. He gobbles them all up knowing they won.
1: Yeah. Not that it, battle.
0: Did he prop them up? Thinking they would win down the road? He prognosticated so that they would. Okay. So and were, yeah. when everybody thought that they lost, yeah. took advantage of that loss. Right. What I'm saying is you'll see the same exact thing happen now. And that's how big money... You made 40% of your money? 40%? Yeah. $400 million in a fucking day?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm just more bullish on this whole thing in general. I'm not as skeptical. I, I see your point. I that's don't, conspiratorial. Yeah.
0: The, the idea that they're going to let it all go. I just don't think it's that big a deal if it does. Yeah. In in terms of the people who are really wealthy, yeah. right? The people. Did who you go through list.
4: this? Did you go through these stages? And it, it's like a general question. Did you go through at first? Did you have anger that was. Either race-related or xenophobic towards China or Chinese people. Did that kick in initially for either of you? Got you talking about like, initially like that
0: is past like, no, what? I didn't. I oh, 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 <laughs> This just started for you? <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> no, I, no, it was like a couple of days. Yeah, after.
0: No, I thought. Uh, no, I just thought it'd be a fun time to actually make jokes, and now everybody won't be so protective because their xenophobia exists, right? Yeah. Right? So it's just a fun time to take advantage of a situation. Like, you really going to defend Asian jokes at this point in time? Like, we've been yeah. joking on this podcast. Like, if Shane Gillis said that shit a month later, nobody would have given a flying fuck. They'd be like, yeah. yeah, neuters. That's how they say it. Why don't they stop putting that in the neuters?
4: He'd be back on Saturday night. Live 100%. It'd as be soon as sketch. the show gets canceled, the show would have gotten canceled before he did. <laughs> Nancy's behind me. She's going in the freezer. What are you getting, Nance? going to cool. make chicken talk, soup man. and send it up to a neighbor. Mm. Um, and then do you also go through phases where you're like oh this is all going to be okay we're all going to come out of it and then also apocalyptic feelings where you're like no, nah, this is the end of it or do you I feel like I don't ever you've grown get
0: apocalyptic ever um, because I think people care too much about security for things to get apocalyptic and they can be secured like I think people will hand over their freedom for security in a heartbeat like in a fucking heartbeat like what did it how much did it cost to get all Americans to go inside. What was the cost of your Zero freedom? dollars twelve hundred. The second they said, we'll give you $1,200, everybody locked their fucking door, and they started policing each other. Get the hell inside, just like what happened in Canada. 2000 Canadian dollars. Stay inside. Yeah. So people, like, if you have these people like you're talking about, right, people actually struggling, living check to check, if you promise them, hey, if you just put this chip in your arm that proves you've been vaccinated, you can be back to work Monday. You don't think they're yeah. going to be back to work Monday at Target or Walmart Yeah.
4: in a fucking heartbeat? So- Okay, so where are the people that want to stand up against this? How are those people going to do that?
0: That's the thing, man. If you can get enough people living check to check, if you can get enough people living check to check, they will do whatever keeps them alive.
1: I also think if we're scared, we stand up to some shit later. In hindsight, we'll stand up to it. The Patriot Act... Tonight. After 9-11, we passed it with no problem, and then we stood up to it years later. Hey.
0: Ah, you know what? That's pretty fucked up, actually. Yeah, because you need luxury to stand up yeah, for shit. Sure. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's
1: a first world problem.
0: You need a certain amount of luxury to re- rebel effectively. Privacy is a luxury. Son, all these women going to the Women's March, you need to be able to take off work.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? Like, all these, all these women went to Women's March. Where, do they have kids? They're not looking after their kids that day? Like... You need to be able to take some time off. You need to have some income coming in.
4: Yeah. Here, you you got to go inside. Uh, otherwise, you don't get your rent paid. No, it's good. I already got my rent covered, man. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. But it, it's so many people are not going to be able to stand up to that. That's the thing. And then you get – I i would still be in the city, I, and I'm not – I'd still be going into the studio. I'd be wearing a mask and gloves if my wife didn't have – a her immune system compromised so that's it so it's like other people can bring you into that situation too where it's like oh your wife is sick so if you go out that's gonna fuck your wife up it's, it's amazing how connections can like weaken your stance on liberty
1: yeah yeah that's a great point point. and it's weird because it's not personal it's who you're connected to yeah. i mm-hmm. I got asthma i could be fucked up by this thing but i'm like no nah, who cares if my if my fiance had it, I'd be like, "Yo, I don't, I'm, we, can we, can I Skype in? Can I, but? But
4: if it's me, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? It's me." Have you <laughs> been going to the studio every day? Say again. Yeah. Has Akash been coming no, in I have every not.
0: day? I come twice a week for the podcast. Yeah, Akash here twice a week, and then we're here six days a week. Did you ride the bike
4: there or something, or how'd you get there?
0: Yeah, dude, I got my motorcycle, bro. That's nice. Motorized it's not really bicycle. a motorcycle. It's a motorized bicycle. It's, it's a, a bicycle with an electric motor, but I call it my motorcycle, dude. <laughs> yeah, the way you
4: said it, it and sitting cross-legged. That's how I do, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indian style. Indian Tra- style. Did you see Tracy Morgan on the Today Show today? Wilding.
1: Yo, he's the best, dude. So
0: that's another thing I think happens because of this. Is like people become less sensitive. Like mm-hmm. you can't be sensitive when everyone's struggling. Now is not a time for sensitivity and all these fucking – all these people who like made their money doing jobs that aren't really real, do you know yeah. what I mean
1: like example
0: uh like uh like vegan cupcake store employees <laughs> do you know what I mean like that only exists that only exists in times of extreme luxury when you yeah. can have like a specific niche diet store open that just sells cupcakes so veganism yeah. is
1: not recession proof you're saying
0: yo veganism not recession proof or it might be the only thing you could eat like Oh yeah. If yeah, we yeah. got to go to the farm and you just got to plant carrots and eat them, that's your life, bro. Yeah. You're vegan. <laughs>
4: Whether yeah. you
0: like it or not, you're vegan. Like you go to India, they're vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. You tell me this they're all the time. Forced to be yeah. vegan.
1: Yeah.
0: No, but it's true. Akash told me this all the time. He's like, he's like, it's not like people in India are vegetarian because they want to be. It's it like, is in
1: the religion, but also, I remember the first time I went there, we had chicken. That was a big fucking deal. Chicken. Chicken. We go into the market, they slit its throat, we made it, was a whole thing. You can't just buy this at the store like that.
4: And that could so happen. That's a if, whole day. Going out and getting your, that's like, that's like old school medieval shit. Yeah, you gotta man. go to the market to buy a chicken.
0: Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. I think, honestly, once we have a vaccine, everybody gets back to normal. But I think it's going to be tough to get back to normal without the vaccine. I mean, like, I moved my-, my, I moved my special taping to November. I think we announced it today, matter of fact. So it's like, I'm hoping by November we can do that. But I'm also hoping by the fall I can get some reps in. Last thing I want to do is go six months without performing and then tape a special. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I'm more bullish.
1: I think once we have a treatment, we don't need a vaccine. Once we have a treatment that's effective enough. All right, we're out. We're good.
0: That's a good point. Once you know that your life isn't on the line, yeah, either vaccine or treatment, you're ready to go. Yeah, and I talked to know, Jimmy
4: Big it, Balls today from Gotham. He did the uh, hydroxychloroquine. or He did chloroquine. Did help him? Saved his life, he said. Who, who is this? Jimmy Big Balls. Remember the security guy from Gotham? Oh big yeah, guy who yeah, used to yeah, be married to Lampanelli? Yeah. He thought he was going to die, man. He was on death's doorstep at the hospital, and then they put chloroquine in him. Bang! Two days later, I'm up. I'm good again. He's got oxygen wow. hooked up to him, but he did our show this morning, and he's feeling. And he, he's preaching by it. Really? Yeah.
1: And if this is effective, we're back. Yeah. And think it, of but how everybody like, wants
4: to hate it because the president vouched for it. Because the president goes, "This is a good thing," and everybody's like, "Nah," because they hate the president more than they want to find a cure. It's an interesting dynamic. And I'll watch a little bit of his talks. And you're like, oh, he's aware of some high-level conspiracy shit, or he's just so dumb that he's pretending he is.
1: (laughs) I tend to believe the latter, but uh, I do think if this hydro... Was it chloroquine or whatever? Yeah. If that Mm -hmm. helps, Doug, we are... This is why I'm bullish on it. We are starved more so for live content than anything because what's the one thing we haven't had in the quarantine? Above all, human interaction. You said it. I miss giving people five. I miss interacting with people. So if there's entertainment that is live... I want to see that beyond a fucking TV show or web series or like, I've been doing that this whole time. I'm done with that. Yeah. That's the thing we're always competing with
4: before is movies. I hope you're right, dog.
0: I, I Trust me. I want you to be right more than anything. Just my gut.
4: It's such a positive thing. He's saying that you feel it and you feel like it's right. Like people are going to be Jonesing. And then live stand-up should have... I mean, we were booming. Stand-up was booming. Yeah, It's gonna... If what he says is right, it's gonna hit so much bigger that it's gonna have this cult thing attached to this mainstream popularity thing, which is gonna make it fucking Bro, you huge. know what they
0: should do? They should just do the uh, temperature check.
4: You know, a uh, comedy show?
0: You yeah, got a live like show, that. do a temperature check or do a UV ray, whatever that shit. I don't even know. They They've got these... These, these uh, like, thermal imaging things that they put in certain cities in China to, yeah. like, check people before you go to the grocery store or any kind of public event. Just do that. That will make people feel safe at least. They'll do something. Like, you just need people to feel like they're entering a secure environment. You know they crazy? want to be there bad. But you need to present them with some sort of security. I
1: don't know if I said this on the podcast. It's crazy. India was so far ahead of this. In early March, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law went there. Yeah. And when they got off the plane from America, they checked every single person's temperature. You know how much safer you felt about everything and the flight you just took for 20 yeah. hours if you're like, oh. Yeah. Everybody, nobody got a temperature. Even if it's possible to spread it, yeah. mentally you're like, huh, okay. Security we should over be freedom,
0: good. bro. I'm telling you, we want that security, man. We don't give a fuck about freedom, bro. Yeah. That's survival,
1: <laughs> dog. Of course, we yeah. put that above
0: everything. But that's the thing, like when you live in America and you grow up in a time of prosperity, you you attach yourself to this idea of freedom. Like you see TV shows and movies and like all, all we care about is rebellion and freedom, all that shit. And the second push comes the show, the second we got a little pandemic. Out there, immediately we are so fucking ready to hand over that yeah, freedom, 100%. man.
1: Protect me,
4: crazy man. Protect me, big government. Protect I, me. I thought they were going to shut down the bridges and the tunnels a couple weeks ago. Because when we left, I was like, I wonder if I'll get home. I reached out to a cop friend of mine. I'm like, you guys shutting down the bridges? He's like, I don't think it'll come to that, but he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Any any day, you know, the new form of being offended if you go out is someone comes into your space. That's the most offensive thing that like that's what you want to fight over now. Yeah, it's like if someone gets too close to me and I'll just turn and give them a look like, why is your shopping cart that close to me? Don't get that close. It's amazing how this this thing divided a world that was already so divided. It was divided on class and on race. And now it's divided in terms of physical space. You know how tight that's going to make people? how increased everything is going to be like race relations and shit with space. Because it, even if it's not racist, it's going to be ra If you say to someone and they're a person of color, you'll, you'll stand back. Why Don't you get so that close to me. You're yeah, going yeah. to think it's a race thing. Not see.
0: I do understand what you're saying, but I also think that now there's something bigger than race that everybody can get on the same page with.
1: Also, so white like, people never have to worry about black people not respecting germs. Yeah, yeah, They can be looking looking at you like, get the fuck away from me, white boy. And you would be like, yeah, I'm not racist. They just don't like
4: germs. But like, you know how like. They won't pick up after their own dogs because they think it's dirty. When I lived in Harlem, they're like, I'm not touching that shit. (laughs) I put a bag on your hand. Like a bag don't protect my (laughs) hands.
0: There's a, yeah, you know, you know how like uh, there's certain things that like supersede your race, right? Like objectifying a woman. Yeah. right like there's a girl with a fat ass who walks down the street and like you look at the ass and then there's like a Puerto Rican guy across the street he looks at the ass and then you guys can kind of like connect over the he ass we just bonded right uh-huh. you had this bonding moment it was bigger than your racial uh, division your class division <laughs> all these things right you just
4: <laughs> the pandemic's a new Latina ass that's the new <laughs>
0: Latin ass bro it is like you see somebody sneeze and then you can look at a black dude and black dude looks at you and you guys just go yo what the f-? that was crazy right like That right there? (laughs) Shit. Hell no. You know, and then you can't dap them up afterwards, but at least there's this thing you connect with. And that's why I think comedy is going to be amazing after this because not only can you not be offended by the little shit anymore, like I think the woke stuff is done, but the entire world feels the same way about the same thing. And it's very rare in history that you Mm. get universal connectivity. So when you make a joke about Corona, there's going to be a lot of hack shit. But a good bit about Corona is going to tap into feelings that everybody in the audience is going to have.
4: Yeah, Nobody
0: will have a different feeling about Corona. So it's going to be a really cool time for comedy the first maybe six months that we get out there before everything becomes hack.
4: This is a thing that also like Big Jay taught me years ago where he was like, a lot of people think you can't have one guy do crowd work that another guy do crowd work. He's like, crowd work should always be different based on, who's doing it, because it brings your own unique perspective into it. So it's like even if we're all talking about Corona the first six months, which a lot of people are going to do, my takes going to be different than your take. My take right now is like my, my wife only had three days worth of clothes. So my wife is wearing her mom's clothes and I'm like, damn, you look fucking hot in your mom's clothes. <laughs> so I'm trying to fuck her in her mom's clothes and she's wearing her mom's pajamas and nighties and shit. You gotta and it's old lady dance, shit. Dog. But it's like everyone's perspective is going to be different. There is going to be like a lot of Dude, you know like, what that is? Hey, I'm trying to fuck with my mask on. You know, that, that type bird, of
0: shit. That's all that stepmom porn, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. That's that stepmom porn, working it into your psyche.
4: Yeah, but my, <laughs> my mother-in-law's not like... Attractive like matter, that, matter, but something my clothes just fit my wife better than it's my wife's Mother-in-law,
0: stepmom—it's all that shit that you've been watching on those websites and it finally on. worked itself into your system, inception-wise. <laughs> and now you're dressing your wife up like Nancy, and you want to smash in your shed. Dude, this is
4: fucking. I'm doing impressive. her hair with a floby all short and spiky and shit.
0: You gotta ask Here. Bob what she likes. <laughs> wear,
4: wear your dead
0: grandma's earrings.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: wear the earrings and take your teeth out.
4: Did you see Louie's closing joke on his special?
0: No, I haven't watched it. I yeah, haven't watched it. Um, Good. Man.
4: Worth watching. Andrew, downright inspirational. Oh, good. Just like I, I watched it, and it was on a day when everything was shitty. And you watch Louis and you're like, oh, first of all, this guy clawed back. Yeah, I'm not going to say from nothing, but clawed back. Yeah. You you have to imagine what it's like to fucking walk down the street and also be like that. Nah, Louie's an ugly fucking dude, so he's got to live with that. But it's also like people spitting on him, yeah. people calling him a rape. So that's not to be able to go back and do stand up. And I'll, I'll have a thing where I go up and hey, people are happy to see me. So you've already got that in the, your corner, but you got to go up People fucking hate you. Not his fan base, but I mean, like when he would drop into the cellar and shit like that, people are hating you. You're still fucking swinging. And then he comes back and I'm telling you, it's a real special. And it's not like it's not a huge arena thing. It's not a big fucking deal, but it's a real special with an hour that he fucking you could tell he banged it out, man. And, yeah. and there's a lot of craft in there. And it really puts him it puts him back in the top. In the top five, at least. I'm excited. It's really good. I'm excited. Maybe it's the best it. thing
1: for him because I thought putting out a special every year, you're like kind of stretching yourself thin. Now he got about three years to work on the special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he really got to build up what, some
4: bits. This is what he's always needed. Yeah. <laughs> he's always just he, needed, he needed a it, bit he, nice bit He does recycle a bit that's like 10 years old. If you watch the pilot of Louie, he's got a bit that's very similar, but he does a little bait and switch on it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, and, and he talked about this stuff as much as he needed to. He didn't go too far into it. Yeah, he, he didn't have to do a one man show like jacking off in front of improv chicks at the uh, Aspen Comedy Fest. Yeah, but it's like it it was so it was so inspirational. And then we watched Louis the next night because we miss New York. I haven't been in New York for like almost a month. It's the longest I've been away.
0: Yeah, man. But- nah, he's great, man. He's really great. We got to see him at the Patrice O'Neill benefit. And uh, he fucking killed. Yeah, Dad. you're not missing
1: anything in New York either. The only thing more boring than Louis' TV show is New York right now.
0: Yeah, New York oh. is New York is pretty yeah. fucking boring, dude. Nobody's here. Man. Everybody's moved out.
4: I'm going to go to the CVS today to get my uh, andro gel, my testosterone. It's there been about go. a week. And now we got to drive in I can't drive my car because if you have out of state plates, they pull you over immediately. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wish you good luck on that, man. I'm glad you were able to call in. You stay safe. You stay healthy. Okay, brother. Make sure you go Dude, check thank out you Aaron so Berg. Much. Let him know Lindenburg. where they can see
4: you, Doc. Oh, my brand new album comes out April 23rd. It's available for pre-sale right now. It's called American Etiquette. It Was recorded at the New York Comedy Festival. Uh, basically, an audio book of my second book, American Etiquette, failing Up in a Fox News Nation. You lucky dog. Put it out. It's on iTunes. Get it on pre-sale. Comes out April 23rd. Check me out on 25 sets or my Patreon show, Gum Fridays, every Friday or in hot water on Compound Media, Monday to Thursday. My man. Be good, brother. Stay good. Love you guys. Missed you both, man. Um, Okay,
0: guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Flagrant 2. We will see you guys Patreon on Friday. We'll be back. Asshole Army, patreon.com slash flagrant2. Come on in. Come fuck with us. We got some cool shit planned for Friday. And by that, I mean I'm not sure. We haven't planned it yet, but we will have some cool <laughs> shit planned by Friday. Um, And, yeah, Akash, anything to tell the people?
1: Nah, man, we're good. Just keep supporting.
0: Um, Yeah, man, thank you again for your support. I'm glad you're liking the episodes we've been putting out, all the content we've been putting out. We felt it was very important to step it up during this time when you guys, you know, everybody got to – play into their responsibility you know and sometimes the best thing you could do is lean into what you do so that's what we've been trying to do and just keep on creating keep you guys uh, thoroughly entertained and distracted during this shitty ass time um and and again i'll say it again i've moved the special taping from uh uh april this weekend april what is it 12th and 11th and 12th to november and it's november i believe 13th and 14th we'll post something about it but all the tickets you guys have are still good for those dates i hope you guys can come back out those dates i hope we're back doing shows by that time obviously if you can't make it for whatever reason Ticketmaster will give you a refund um you just let us know and uh, whatever works best man we just want to help accommodate thank you guys so much for your support we will see you friday
1: love y'all Clips yeah.
0: channel. Uh, oh, also very important, and maybe we'll put this in another part of the episode as well. But we got this uh, clips channel, man. So um, we want you to subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's a flagrant two clips. So basically, we take the, the highlights of the episode and we post, you know, maybe five or six clips uh, every single day. We do that for the uh, nightly uh, episodes of uh, Corona Chronicles that uh, I've been doing, and uh, so just tons of content there. Go subscribe. Even if you don't watch a single one of them, just subscribe. It really helps us when you subscribe because YouTube goes, oh, man, people really like this content, and then they put it out there in the world, and we want these videos to be the billboard for this show. You know, so we want people to be randomly scrolling on YouTube and all of a sudden they pop into a video they really like. Akash is ranting about some shit. Uh, Alex is talking about some abortions or whatever the fuck that he does with his free time. You know, I might be yelling about this, that, the other. Mark is going to be doing some stuff, you know, completely. What is it? Completely frank about whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, The point is, you guys go support that. That grows. We do some amazing things, man. Uh, We also have another one for the Brilliant Idiots channel as well, the Brilliant Idiots clips. You can go subscribe to that. So, yeah, man, we're just expanding during this time, putting out a lot of content, expanding. You can help us do that if you go subscribe. So we really appreciate that. We love you. And as always, keep it tight. God
1: bless.